welcome back to the Single Mamas Podcast with Lois Bright. We're all about connecting, encouraging, and resourcing single moms across the country. Today, recruiting specialist Faith Fitzgerald joins Lois to discuss employment and career strategies. In our four-part series, we will talk about finding or changing jobs, pursuing your dream job, networking, writing your resume, the interview process, presenting your personal brand, moving from a job to a career, and ways of earning extra income. Now, here's Lois. Welcome back, Faith. I'm so glad to have you here as we're talking about being employment ready for single moms. And today we're going to be discussing um, presenting your personal brand. So why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about what that is and what that means. And why is that important to uh, pursuing our dream career? Well, your personal brand is so much more than just how we present ourselves. It's, it's how people perceive us, whether that is in person or even online. Our whole presence that we have on social media, it's the relationship that we have with each other. So there's a lot of factors that are all part of our personal brand. So it is how people see us, if they perceive us as being approachable, are we someone who's warm? Uh, how, when we meet somebody, how do we interact with them? So there is, you've probably heard the saying, we don't have a second chance to make a first impression. Yes. And that is such a true statement. And I've really learned that across my career. And uh, as I interview and meet a lot of different candidates, sometimes when I send them out to interview with different companies, our clients may have the same experience or very different. So it all depends on how we project ourselves and um, the confidence that we have too. And uh, some people misperceive our personal brand and think that's trying to clone ourselves or be like everyone else. And that is simply not true. So having a personal brand is actually being the best version of you. You want to be your own authentic self. So we all have different styles, different strengths, and that's what makes us all unique. So that is something we never, ever want to lose. It might be just polishing up or just uh, finessing a little bit of our presentation skills. And uh, this is something that's a work in progress. It's something we work on throughout our whole life uh, that I'm, I'm working on many areas myself right now. So how would you say, um, what advice would you give us for either improving that personal brand or developing it? Just some specific uh, tips that we can use to do that. Sure. So for example, if we were setting up, uh, you had mentioned earlier as far as the whole interview and career selection process, as you're going towards your dream job, you know that you're going to be meeting an individual and you want to come across as your best version. So everything is, uh, the whole impression of yourself is the tone of your voice. Uh, Right now, we're not doing a lot of handshakes, but once we do get back to shaking hands or tapping elbows or whatever is going to be our common way of of connecting the first time, uh, your handshake says a lot about you. 
So you want to have a nice firm handshake, not too firm, like two or three pumps, as they say. You don't want to stand there six, seven pumps, you know, where you, you leave the other person saying it's time to let go. You know? So it can be kind of an awkward moment if you haven't thought through how you present yourself. And so we talked a little bit earlier in an earlier session, too, about how we dress. So we want to make sure that how we dress is appropriate. For example, uh, it's important for a doctor. Like if you go to the doctor, if they walked in the room and were in a t-shirt and shorts with sunglasses, you probably wouldn't feel very confident that they were going to take care of your physical health. And uh, you would expect a lab coat and a stethoscope. And then the same way for even if uh, you hire a carpenter, let's say you bought a home that um, is a fixer-upper, which I've done before, and then you hire someone to come in at some point and do some carpentry work. If they showed up in a three-piece suit, you'd be like, that's so inappropriate. They're not going to get a lot of work done. Uh, they're way overdressed. And you would expect them to show up with blue jeans and have like power tool belt on. <laughs> and so that it, it is all our perception and we perceive things differently on each other. And so, uh, you know, I know I've read different books and they'll say is someone who is a hairdresser is going to notice your hair right away. You know, someone who is an ophthalmologist, they're going to notice what type of glass frames you chose. Uh, someone who loves cars, they're going to notice what car you drive. So there's so many different lenses that people have when they perceive us. So when we are preparing to go out for an interview, we need to look at what is the type of role that we're applying for, what is appropriate for the dress, and then what is appropriate of how to present ourselves. And if we're not sure what to wear for that interview, always ask. There's typically like a human resource assistant or recruiting coordinator that usually is contacting you to set up an appointment for that interview. If you're not sure, it's when you are sending your response email, um, ask them what is appropriate for this first interview or the second interview, and they will let you know. And then they also like that you care enough to ask for those things. Those are really good points that you've made. And sometimes we just don't think about how we come across to people and our expressions. And I know I have a serious expression often when I'm just not feeling serious, but it's how my face looks. And sometimes we have to just practice in front of the mirror doing some of these different reflexes to be more aware of how we look and how we appear. And I know arms crossed, you know, for me, I cross my arms because I'm cold a lot. Can't tell by the sleeveless, but I'm cold a lot. And so I'm trying to be warm, but it looks like I'm standoffish. And I remember once when my kids were young and just the burdens of everything were on me. And I remember them coming up to me and say, you know, they said, smile, mama. And I said, well, I am smiling. And they're like, well, smile with your face. And it's just like, <laughs> oh, okay, I guess I'm smiling, but nobody's seeing that I'm smiling. And just standing in front of a mirror can give us some real hints on ways to improve how people are seeing us. So I think that's outstanding to practice in a mirror and you can see directly, speak to yourself as if you were speaking with someone else. And uh, you can see how much eye contact, 
how uh, your facial expressions are, where you put your hands. You know, they say for interviews, have your hands out on the table. You can just put one hand over the other. Don't be moving them around. Don't have your hands in your pockets. Don't have your legs crossed where you're swinging them. Just keep them flat on the ground. Just to pure confidence, so you can practice that. And even if you have a friend come over and you're having just a fun, casual conversation, they say it's best just to take a videotape and watch yourself, even with good friends or family, and then play it back and see how you interact. And are you someone that is looking at the person you're talking with? Are you looking around the room? Are you looking down at your phone? Which, you know, don't be looking at your phone. Keep that put away uh, or face down so that you're not tempted to look at it. So there's a lot of things that are, you know, it's the small things that become the big things when you're in a meeting. And uh, those, you know, you can have the most expertise, the best resume, the best experience and background. But if you have an awkward conversation or you wear something that's inappropriate, you know, the attire to the interview, there is nothing that you can do almost to fix that. Like once that's happened, it's really difficult to correct that. Uh, I, I don't know if we have time for a story, but a true story that happened in the Southwest part of the country. It was a healthcare company that uh, my organization was working with. And this woman had been working for about 20 years. She earned her way up to a management level role. She was interviewing at a company. And uh, this company was very interested in meeting this candidate because it was a hard to find talent in that part of the city. And uh, she came to the interview and her jacket was so wrinkled that the hiring leader could not get past how wrinkled that jacket that even though she answered all the questions appropriately and was very knowledgeable and seemed like a good match for the company, the hiring leader was like, what did she do to get that, that wrinkled? Like, how could that even happen? And because she had a good relationship with the recruiter in our company, she was honest with her and said, I don't know if I can go to the second interview. I have to just be totally straight with you about the way this woman dressed. And so, uh, and this recruiter had a very good relationship with the candidate and was able to very tactfully mention to them about how that was hard to overcome with this jacket that was so wrinkled. And then we found out she had just traveled back, had been out of town and it was crushed in a suitcase and she didn't take time to steam it that morning. And so it, what was nice is we were able to get her re-presented for a second interview and she did get the job. But in many companies, they would have just passed on her. Yeah. and would have thought that was inappropriate. So I think it can really be a make or break situation at some points. And so I think all of these things are important when we're looking at our personal brand, how people perceive us. We might see ourselves differently, but when you watch yourself on video, that is how others see us. And, uh, Those are and really so it's important. Those are to know moving forward to that interview process and how to present ourselves and 
we have to remember we don't have to stay the way we are. We can change. We can improve. We can always work on these things and not just say, hey, this is who I am. Take me or leave me because you're probably going to get left in the interview if you don't work on some of these very simple little things. And you know, it doesn't just work for the interview. It, it crosses over into our life with our family and our friends and how we present ourselves to everybody. So it's really worth taking the effort to look at ourselves and our appearance and our expressions and our tone and just these simple little things you said that make such a difference. Yes, I know our attitude is also part of that, having a very enthusiastic and positive attitude. Mm -hmm. That is a lot of our brand too. Yes. is just our attitude. And we all go through tough times in life. We all go through, I, I, I know both you and I can <laughs> share a lot on that. And so trying to overcome that, you know, we have to, we can't control everything that comes our way, but we can adjust our sales That's and true. we can uh, uh, rise above. And if we come across with a very positive attitude, that will really go a long way in the workplace and then just in our relationships with everyone in life. So I think staying positive and then also that transferring into our social media platforms. Yes. So especially this year, it's been a very difficult year for many for a lot of different reasons. And uh, I don't think we always think about how we present ourselves. And when you are applying for a job, all recruiters and hiring leaders look at how you present yourself on social media. That's right. They go, they Google search your name and they look at every platform that you're on. They look at your Twitter, your Facebook, your Instagram, your LinkedIn, whatever platforms you're on. Yes. And if they see something that's inappropriate, you most likely will never get an interview and you may not know why. So those are always areas that I ask people to go back and maybe you need to uh, delete a lot of your posts if they're uh, even on sports teams. I know it's not just politics and different things to stay away from on social media, but even sports teams, people can get very heated about if you like this team or another, especially if you live somewhere close to a border where there's teams on both state sides. So all of those areas are pretty clear to stay away from and keep it positive and professional so that if someone is looking at your profile, that they have a very open perspective of you versus any bias that could come into play. Those are really good and important things to mention because I don't think a lot of people realize that recruiters and uh, bosses are looking at your social media and we do need to keep it uh, uplifting. And With social media, we as women, we communicate, we're talkers, and we have a lot of opinions, and we get on social media and put out those opinions, and it could affect your dream job that you're trying to get, rather than, you know, before we talked to people, you know, we talked on the phone, and we were in person doing things, and especially, like you said, during COVID, our communication has been online. So be careful, uh, moms, what you're putting out there. If you're really trying to get the dream job that you're after, it could make a difference. Well, I want to yes. thank you, Faith, for being here today. These have been good tips for us to uh, look at and think about and how we present ourselves and uh, for a job, for our family. 
for our relationships. It makes a big difference. And ladies, we don't have to stay stuck. We don't have to say, this is the only way I can be. We can change. We are very uh, smart. We're very intuitive and we can learn new ways of doing things. So, so Faith, what are we going to talk about next time in our session? We're going to talk a little bit about career options and then also starting your own business because that's another great option for yes. people to do. Moms, we need to find out how to earn more income and extra income. So we are going to be talking about those in our next session. Thank you again so much for being with us today, Faith, and I look forward Thank to you. our next session. Thank you for listening to the Single Mamas Podcast with Lois Bright. To find more resources, visit us on our website, Facebook, or email us at contact at singlemamas.org. Until next time.